This show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, it truly does not matter to who the host is. Today's another fantastic Monday. It's April the 5th of 2021, day 95 of the year, and only 270 days left to go. Anyways, we're broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, coming across the multiverse of safety. FM, and then, you know, hanging out with our friends at that other place. You're being infiltrated. Radio Big. Well, hopefully you had a good time during the Easter weekend. You had a great time celebrating whatever you were celebrating as the weekend did come about. You know, those are always important things. And we do move and groove and talk about all the fun stuff. That happens over the weekend. So hopefully you had a fun time. So let's talk about what was trending over the weekend, because that's always important. Anyways, there was a hashtag for Space Jam was trending on Saturday after the trailer for the new flick Space Jam, a new legacy was released. The film is set to hit the theaters in July. Zendaya was also trending after it was revealed that the actress will voice Lola Bunny in the upcoming movie. Hashtag I didn't listen when mom said, made the rounds on social media on Saturday, was posts were used as the hashtag, including a look at a woman's heart, not her looks, knock you out, eat your vegetables, eat cookie dough gives you worms, and your face will stay like that forever. Another hashtag that was making the sequences of event over the weekend was stuff we should cancel. Yay! Uh, was trending over the weekend. Suggestions included the Postmaster General of the United States, Talking during a movie, the Confederate flag, 40-hour work weeks, mansplaining, and cancel culture. So we should, it was, hold on, stuff we should cancel should be cancel culture? Uh, whatever. Okay, another, another hashtag that was making the reference real quick was Happy Easter. Wow, it was trending on Sunday as Twitter users shared photos of decorated eggs, uh, Easter baskets, candy, and pics with the magical bunny himself or it or it's herself or they self, whatever you want to call it. Uh, some kind of magical thing going on there for sure as we are talking and moving and grooving and all that other kind of fun stuff. Uh, other things that were going on in honor of Easter was another hashtag that was making the sequence of events was trending. Some of the best tweets were the peeps that fell in between sofa cushions last year were still be okay to eat. Uh, they made delicious toppings, peeps, hashtags, mature Cadbury cream eggs, and made from recycled candy corn. So there you go. That was some of the stuff that was trending over and around and about and all that kind of fun stuff. So if you're into that gimmick, you got that going on. Anyway, so there you go. That's what was trending across the board. Let's get you to our friends at the feature story of the news to see exactly what the hell they had going on. Because, you know, that's always important as they are talking, moving, and grooving. 
Here is the news on the Royal Bar Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Nina Maria Potts for the latest world news. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has been in court in Jerusalem to fight corruption charges as opening arguments were heard and the first witnesses called. Mr Netanyahu is accused of bribery, fraud and breach of trust. In relation to three separate cases, he pled not guilty to the charges back in February and his trial was delayed several times because of the COVID-19 lockdowns and also last month's general election. The manager of the construction site on the side of a railway track in Taiwan whose lorry slipped onto the tracks, causing Taiwan's worst train disaster in decades, has expressed deep regret and remorse. At least 50 people were killed and more than 200 injured in the crash. Britain's battle against COVID-19 looks set to take another significant step forward with a raft of plans lifting travel restrictions for foreign travel. Britain's Prime Minister Boris Johnson is poised to announce proposals that would experiment with mass gatherings and introduce COVID-19 testing for everyone in England twice a week. He is facing a backlash over pilot schemes the government has plans for involving a vaccine passport. But foreign holidays look set to get the green light this summer with a so-called traffic light system of rules for countries deemed safer than others. India has recorded its biggest single-day jump in confirmed COVID-19 cases since the start of the pandemic as the country grapples with a second wave of infections. Neha Punya has more. The Indian Health Ministry confirmed on Monday that more than 100,000 people tested positive in the last 24 hours. More than half of these cases are from Maharashtra, India's richest and worst hit state. Cases are now rising in India faster than anywhere else in the world. The state of Maharashtra is now going to partial lockdown. Shopping malls, cinema halls, bars, restaurants and places of worship are temporarily shutting. A night curfew will be in place every day and there will be a complete lockdown on weekends. The government says while a mutation could be behind the surge, more data is needed to back this claim. It's blamed the surge on the laxity in wearing masks and observing safe distancing, saying it will launch a campaign this week to encourage COVID-19 appropriate behaviour. Neha Punya, New Delhi. Hundreds of homes have been evacuated in Florida as a reservoir filled with toxic wastewater is on the brink of collapse. Sarah Walton reports. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says emergency crews are working to prevent a catastrophic flood situation in Manatee County, about 40 miles south of Tampa. The reservoir contains a mixture of salt and fresh water as well as fertilizer runoff. Part of the retaining wall has shifted laterally and a collapse could release a wall of water 15 to 20 feet high. Water is now being pumped out of the reservoir to lower the level. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. I spend a lot of time in the backyard and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky. Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. 
Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Oh, there you go. There you go. So, yeah, question in the stream, late start, or was the stream down? Um, I guess it was down because we were definitely here early and on time. Talking about being early and on time, well, let's talk about some other things that are going on inside of the world. Let's start going down the way of the hit list. By the way, I guess before I even tell you about that list, if you ever have concerns about the thing being down, uh, there's some options here. Like we always talk about it. We radio station first. We are a radio station first, followed by a podcast and then a streaming service. You can always go to safetyfm.com. Uh, you can download the app on safe, uh, from Safety FM via the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store or an Alexa skill and all that kind of fun stuff. Normally, everything works out fine on there. Uh, also, RadioBig.fm is another option to go to. And then, of course, you always have whatever streaming device provider that you're actually hanging out on. So you can figure those things out as we do go along. But hope, most of the times the radio station is up. <laughs> uh, that's why I love radio, kids. It's normally pretty consistent without it actually having to go anywhere. Anyways, going into the hit list, let's talk about things going on early or not going on early. In this case, it'll definitely be early. Um, an eight-year-old boy was accidentally received the COVID-19 vaccine in Texas. Yeah, this is not a joke. The child was uh, recently given the shot at the Dallas County drive-up vaccine facility after his father allegedly registered him via the county website. The three COVID-19 vaccines currently available in the U.S. are only available for individuals 18 and older or 16 and older, depending on the maker. The child's father told the local outlet that he believed that it was okay for his son to get it since the appointment was approved. Okay. So, got some questions because, you know, uh, it, it should come about. Wouldn't it be kind of strange for a 16-year-old kid not to have a... An ID. Just asking, not asking for a friend, asking for myself. I mean, I just think that that's kind of weird that the kid would not have an ID. Just saying, um, I guess, I mean, just something to think about. But in, then the other portion is, how the hell does a 16-year-old or an 8-year-old get confused with a 16-year-old? Now, I have seen some advanced children 
on their general appearance. But geez, an eight with a 16 year old? That's, I mean, that's really some things to think about. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, as of Sunday, 165 million COVID vaccines have been administered nationwide. Over 61.4 Americans have been fully vaccinated, while more than 106.2 million have already received at least one dose, according to the CDC. The total number of cumulative cases in the U.S. are slightly over 30.4 million, as we have been having the discussion off and on over the last little bit. And now we have over 553,000 deaths associated to the virus itself. So the number does continue to increase as we are talking about it and moving forward. So that's the thing to talk about. Uh, So there you go. What do you think about it? What do you think about the whole thing as we do move forward, as we do talk and all that kind of fun stuff? That's going to be the other fortune or sequence of events as we do talk about this slightly some more some more and some more as we do go about anyways let's continue talking uh the fda has approved two rapid over-the-counter coronavirus tests that will soon hit your drugstore shelves for easy at home use and the announcement of the administration said that the abbott's Burnox now and quick quick view uh, tests will soon be available to purchase without doctor's prescription. Both tests requires the user to collect a sample of the, a nasal swab uh, that can be inserted into um, into the test strip. The results take between 10 to 20 minutes, and the tests have been known to um, to be used by as younger for people as young as two years old. Oh, there you go. Sticky, stick. Well, I guess it's better than the other options we have heard about uh, that they're doing across the pond there of uh, some swabs that you can do elsewhere. I guess the no swab will, will definitely be much better. Anyways, a pair of Florida Highway Patrol troopers helped deliver a baby on the side of the, of the side of the highway last week. This was making the rounds. Michael Allen, and, no relation, by the way. Michael Allen and Pete Christie attempted to pull over a speeding SUV at Altamont Springs. Oh, that's not that far from here. Uh, when the driver began frantically waving the window one stop, the trooper once stopped the troopers became aware of the urgent situation they placed the woman whose labor was quickly progressing on a blanket in a grassy area as they waited for the paramedics to arrive minutes later a healthier a healthy baby girl was born oh talk about an experience of a lifetime right there on the side of the highway you got it rolling and bowling and you're popping out a kid right there oh my you are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. I wonder what kind of hazard matrix was worked out on that one. Yeah, don't answer that question. Anyways, a lawmaker in Kansas City voted for Governor Loris Kelly's statewide mass mandate extension last week. The Democrat had prolonged the mandate through May the 28th, but the state legislative co- uh, coordinating council voted 5-2 to two to cancel it out. Hours later, the mandate has been on and off since last summer. Kansas is now among 17 states without mass mandate. So what do you think about this mass mandate thing that we keep on hearing about? What do you mean, DJ Horde? I mean, I'm just asking, what is your thought process overall about the whole thing? Worthwhile, not worthwhile, debatable, not debatable, something you want to talk about, something you don't want to discuss. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on there for sure. And I think it's probably a good portion of a conversation that we should have. 
is there enough science that shows, hey, it doesn't make sense to wear one? Or is there enough science that says it does make sense? I mean, it's kind of out in the, uh, there's a kind of a lot of public opinions about it. But what does the science say? Because it's kind of a, it's kind of an interesting way to look at it. It's a combination of things. I'll tell you, fun part. Um, we here at this little lovely small station um, have had discussions with some of the show hosts over Stupid Ass Mask. Um, where, you know, matters of opinions were posted, talked about, and concerned about. And, you know, hey, we had to go through the better cause aspect of the whole thing. Kind of funny on how some of those things worked out. Anyways, well... Anyways, I, anyways, let's not even get into that. An Indian, an Indian man slammed into his sedan into two police officers near the Capitol North Barricade uh, on Friday. Noah Green, 25 years old, who was uh, who has ties to Virginia, and Islam killed the U.S. Capitol police officer William Billy Evans and injured others who were still hospitalized over the weekend in stable or in, in stable condition. Green, who exited the vehicle with a weapon, was fatally shot by the officers on the scene. That was actually actually making making the making the rounds i'll mention this real quick because a lot of people come out to florida not and i hate talking about state specific um but we need to talk about it because it is going on and people will come out here it was mentioned on feature story so let's talk about it one more time more than 300 homes in manatee county florida has been evacuated ahead of a possible catastrophic failure at the former processing plant waste wastewater pond the reservoir at the abandoned Piney Point fertilizer plant, which contains hundreds of millions of gallons of wastewater, has begun to leak amid the break of contaminant wall. Should the catastrophic failure occur, the reservoir could dump around 340 million gallons of wastewater into the surrounding area, according to according to some experts that could result in a 20-foot-high wave of water sweeping through the area with hundreds, um, you know, affecting hundreds of homes, crews have been pumping out 33 million gallons of wastewater per day. So there you go. This is what we're talking about here. These are the things. Now, keep in mind what we talked, what we said right there, that it's a reservoir that was been abandoned. And I'm glad that Piney Point fertilizer plant is definitely being called out. Isn't that great? Uh, But what should have been done with the contaminant that was left behind? That's going to be the other portion that was there because it was wastewater. So now the question is going to become this. What happens to the company? And is the company gone gone? Is it bye-bye? And maybe that's the conversation that we have going forward. I don't know. There's some things to think about. Always interesting when you start hearing about some very odd things. Now you're noticing that it's affecting about 300 homes. It did not actually give an overall amount of residents that it could be affecting, but it's definitely something to think about. Now let's talk about this. Manatee County is not that far from Tampa. It's dead between Tampa and let's say Sarasota-ish at the point. So something to think about as we do move forward with that. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, the U.S. may not even need AstraZeneca coronavirus vaccine. According to Dr. Fauci, the White House top doc told that the country has enough um, contracts with other vaccine makers to inoculate the entire population as well as the uh, the possibility of enough to cover booster shots as well this fall. AstraZeneca vaccine has been under scrutiny since last year, with many European countries suspending the use after it reported to be linked to rare blood clotting disorder. Yeah, you remember the blood clotting story. It was an interesting story. 
uh, talking about how some people had to get some things drained um, about it. So I'm sure you didn't forget about that one. I would hope so. Duh. So some things to think about. Anyways, more people are dead um, after a pair of weekend shootings in Maryland after sat- after early Saturday Officers responded to a sound of gunfire and found three people with gunshot wounds and one who had died at the scene. Two male victims were found dead inside of a vehicle. A female victim was found dead next to the vehicle. Hours earlier, a woman was found dead inside of a car a few miles north of the latter shooting. It is not clear if the shootings are connected, but officers don't believe that they were random acts or random attacks. So some things to think about as we do talk about it. Because that's what we do. We talk on this show. Talk about a lot of weird stuff, that's for sure, um, as we do. Anyways, it is 21 minutes past the top of the hour. We are still hanging out on this lovely Monday, or on our fun time Monday, as some of the some of the announcers uh, like to talk about real quick <laughs> inside of here. So anyways, let's continue talking. An open copy of Nintendo's Super Mario Brothers games that was purchased back in 1986 and then forgotten in a desk or, excuse me, a non-open copy, non-open copy, uh, sold for $660,000 at auction on Friday. The Heritage Auctions in Dallas called the finest copy known to have, have been professionally graded for auction. The selling price for far exceeded the $114,000 that another unopened copy of a 1987 fetch back in 2014 from the Heritage Auction. No details about the buyers have been shared. I mean, let's talk about it. You bought an unopened copy of Super Mario Brothers for $660,000. You couldn't have just went to GameStop and got something that was used? I mean, yeah. I'm just asking the question. Something to think about for sure, as we are talking. Anyways, it is 22 minutes past the top of the hour, and we are talking here today. Uh, I do want to mention this because it is coming to an end this week. This week, if you have not signed up to enter our little contest that we have going on, maybe now is the time to jump across and do this. We got this going on right now. This is the giveaway for accident investigation theory and practice the class yeah so on april the 13th through the 16th nippin anand and todd conklin will be actually conducting this class and you can enter to win a ticket to both sessions all you have to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash contest at safetyfm.com forward slash contest to enter to win when you enter Keep in mind of this. By entering the contest, it's going to send you a confirmer. It's going to confirm your email. So when it does that, what you need to do is the following. After it confirms your, it's going to ask to confirm your email. It's going to send you a piece of email. If you do not confirm it, it's like you didn't enter. So if you don't want to go through that, you can always go to Nippin's website. Nippin Anand's website. It actually purchases a ticket. But if you want to go through the other process and take the risk of actually winning, which will be giving away the ticket on Friday, you can still enter to win. I want you to think about that. I mean, it's a pretty, it's a pretty, um, it's a pretty cool thing to attend to. So I will tell you, not that it's a big deal or not, but I'll actually be there. I'll be hanging out. I'll be hanging out in the virtual session. It is a virtual session, and it's all related to accident investigation theory and practice so there you go you come hang out do that hang out with nippin and todd as there are teaching this class in two separate sessions 
So there you go. Anyway, so that's going on. SafetyFM.com forward slash contest. That will get you moving and grooving and get you rolling and bowling and all the other fun little slogans, keywords, and all that other fun stuff that we try to mention and move about and all that other fun things inside of there as well. Anyways, let's continue talking some other stuff going on inside of the world. And, you know, I think the stuff that we talk about is going to look just like, uh, let's see, this. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So let's talk about it because you know that you are in the profession of safety. I am in the profession of safety. And sometimes we have to go, what if it didn't work? Yeah, what if it did not work? I want to tell you about all of it. So let's talk for a moment. There is these times in life that we have these plans, that we have these structures of things that we lay out for our organization, and they just don't work. Not that there was a lack of integration, not that there was poor planning, not that there was whatever you want to put X here for. But these things do happen. These things do happen from time to time that maybe it's just not, it's just not the right time. And things don't work out. It could be for your organization as you're trying to develop, plan out, or the the organization's not ready, or the plan wasn't there. So look at it however you want. Now, the question becomes this. These things happen, then what do you do? Seriously, what do you do? You worked your ass off to get to X. You worked your rear end off to do X and it didn't work. Now what? Here's the thing I've been talking over the weekend, hanging out with people and having conversations. What if it didn't work? What are you going to do? Do you sit back for a moment and take the woe is me approach about the failure? Or do you take the guts and the acknowledgement that there was a failure and this did not work? It's kind of one of those weird questions because people go, well, am I supposed to admit publicly that, that it didn't work? I'm not sure. Is that supposed to happen? What if you did? Because that's the interesting part. It's always the interesting part about a lot of this stuff. Is that when things don't work out, why is it that we have such a hard time acknowledging it? Like, I will tell you, if you want to honestly have conversations, there are plans on different sections inside of a corporation that I was at. I worked for a pretty well-known transportation company, very large transportation company. And it was interesting because I could go from section to section, sector to sector, and certain things would work in certain sections that would not work in others. Just the way that it worked. So I realized that there were certain things that were successful in some areas, but there were failures in others. And it was due to, we'll say in these times, cultural differences, driving processes, and how things were laid out. And I will tell you also the initial shock of something that worked here in the East did not work in the center of the country, and I couldn't understand it. But when I had to go to my boss, my leadership, and say, hey, listen, this is not working, it was 
was it okay to admit to the failure? And I will tell you, me being the human being that I am, I struggled with it. I struggled of how do I admit to this that it was a failure? Because definitely at the time, I did not understand the verbiage of successful failure. Yes, believe it or not, you can actually have those successful failures. If you plan something and there's enough safeguards and it fails, then you kind of know that you had a successful failure. But that was the problem. I was still developing and trying to understand exactly what I was doing because that's part of what we do. We have to test it. We have to verify the things that are going on, and some of it doesn't work perfectly. So what do you do now if something that you wanted to do did not work? Are you okay to talk in the general public of these things not working? Are you okay to mention this in front of a group? Are you okay to admit this failure? That's the question. So if it doesn't work, what are you going to do next? That's the thing. I want you to think about this more and more. Because I think that this is going to be a big portion that we're going to need to start talking about now that we're starting to see some things change. And what do I mean when I say things change? We're starting to see more and more things open up. We're starting to see more and more things go about and say, okay, we are opening. We are doing business as normal. The thing that we need to start talking about now is that as we move forward, there is going to be things that we are going to attempt to implement inside of our organizations that are not going to be successful. They are not going to work starting off. And I think we really, truly need to have an understanding. And don't get me wrong, everybody and their brother right now is coming out with, I have a plan on how everything is going to work when we get back to business, baby. Okay, well, that's good. But let's come up with a plan that will work within the organization because this is the issue. One group will not fit all things so this is what we need to do we need to be open at the very beginning of these conversations and saying hey listen i've never been through a pandemic and i would say most people have never been through a pandemic there's if you're over 100 you might have been able to pull it off So we are going to learn through this together. And yes, there is science of things that are recommended, but it's not a guarantee. That's the thing. Now, Jim's saying inside a box, there is only one way not to fail. That's to do nothing. Good point. But we need to start being very open and honest. And I think that if we start doing this now, or if you've already been doing it, it's going to be a lot easier. We are going to have to be open with the organizations that we interact with, that failure is going to occur as we're learning to do this together. 
If you would have told me a year ago that we would have been locked up for a year, I probably would have been like, yeah, I thought it's only going to be a few weeks. If you would have told me two years ago that this shit would have happened, I would have been no way that I would have believed that we would have been locked down for a year. And that's the thing. If we start doing the prep work of what should be happening and what could fail, and we start having these open and honest conversations, and when a failure occurs, we talk about it inside of the organization, and then we have to change our plan, people might be a little bit more open. But you have to be honest enough, me included, where you're okay talking to upper management, talking to the leaders of under letting them understand this is what's going on because this is the thing regardless of what you're doing inside of the world of safety at best we are going based on track records guesses models we've seen this so this might occur so we can we can put this and this might help now, don't get me wrong. We're just going. We're not just throwing stuff and say, "Oh, it's stuck to the wall," so that's going to be my next one. But we need to start having these honest conversations that there is a potential that something could go wrong. And I know people don't want to talk about that, and people don't want to admit that they could possibly fail. But what are others going to think about me? I can't have that on me. Duh. Listen. I'm not a superhero. There's nobody out there in the safety world that is a superhero. There are no fortune tellers inside of this world either in regards to the world of safety. So with that being said, we need to normalize being human and where errors will occur because errors are so normal. Even the greatest strategist and planner can't plan for every single event inside of your organization the same way that you can't plan for every single event in your life i mean you can have some ideas of what coulda shoulda woulda but do you think that when we start talking as we were talking a little bit earlier do you think that our good old boys at piney point fertilizer plant knew that this was going to happen after they abandoned the building let's use that as an example and that's the thing We need to start planning and talking and being honest. Not that you're not now. But really being honest that as we get back to work, bounce back, reform, whatever the hell you want to call it, we're going to have issues. And if you take it from the very beginning of having those conversations of this is going to be part of the problem or part of the things that we might potentially see, I think you might get a world of a different approach when it's all said and done. But hey, like I've said a thousand times, and I'm sure I'll say it a thousand times more just this week alone. What do I know? Just a guy behind a microphone. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. 
this little face. I mean, you know, I love them. Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. it happens from time to time we get a love song or something inside of there yeah not a joke whatever it takes i guess whatever it takes okay so let's continue talking let's see this is the other half okay victor victor lumberg is he from the office or what are we talking about here lumberg Okay, that song's readily available on Spotify and iTunes if you're so inclined to download it. Yeah, some jazz there this morning. <laughs> okay, let's get the hell out of here. Okay, 39 minutes past the top of the hour. We, you, and I are hanging out doing the things that we're doing. Anyway, you got anything cool going on this week? Anything fun, all that kind of fun stuff. Always interesting seeing what exactly is going on inside of the world of the multiverse. Uh, So a lot of stuff going on. As we start talking, we're starting to see a lot more virtual sessions, virtual sessions uh, going on around the the, the world. That's for sure. Um, So what are you thinking? Are you doing anything virtual? Are you already are you already um, vaccinated up and thinking about going to some of these in person events? So I will tell you, uh, in-person events are starting to make the cycle back. I can already tell you in uh, some of the Florida markets, I know of two that are occurring in May. We'll start talking about those uh, relatively shortly here uh, that are coming up. 
because I think they're interesting that there are going about. We're starting to see some stuff coming out of Texas as we did discuss it last week. So it'll be interesting to see as people start moving forward and saying, hey, we're able to go into the planet, able to start doing things around and see how quick they get motivated to do so. Talking about motivation. Oh, what a segue. What a segue there. Let's get into our friend John Smalls. Well, let's not get into John Smalls, but let's have him come aboard and talk about the Motivation Minute. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. There's a great anonymous quote that says, You can do anything, but not everything. Sometimes we forget this. Ambition can drive us to try, but we will not succeed if we take on too much. Surround yourself with a team and delegate. I know, easier said than done. I'm just as guilty, but it's amazing how much more you can get done when you get the right people on your team and you hand off the things that you shouldn't be doing. Which reminds me, I should actually start making my not-to-do list. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs on our website, MotivationMinute.org. That's MotivationMinute.org. So there you go, MotivationMinute.org. Let me start doing my not-to-do list. No, I'm not talking about my former boss. What kind of crap, what kind of crap question is that? Anyway, so let's start talking about some world of the weird news, weird news, news, weird, all that fun stuff. So new to a news feed coming to you. Are you ready for this? Facebook has announced that it's allowing users to choose between seeing news feed according to the current algorithm system or the full feed arranged in reverse in chronological or chronolo- chronological order. The company has announced that the newsfeed filter bar option, which makes it easier for users to switch between the regular newsfeed curated by Facebook's notorious algorithm and either a favorites or recent listing of posts. The latter, which was pretty much a reverse chronological order of the feed. Favorites allows users to select up to 30 friends. Wow, that limited to only 30 <laughs> of pages, including priority listing with posts of those that um, that you used to choose to then to highlight with a badge. According to Facebook, the changes will, will be uh, Facebookers better control for their relationship with the algorithm and help cut down on diverse content. If you if you <laughs> if now we were supported to pick up the 30 favorite friends, I've got the feeling that there are a lot of people who won't be seeing the likes of me ever again. So that's perfectly fine as we are talking about it. Uh, there is also there is also a way to make a better <laughs> there's a way that I can better stop showing me more ads of products like the way older than me or the algorithm thing too. I'd be happy if it would just let us avoid seeing posts from them crazy Uncle Larry or sometimes my father, whichever one kind of falls into the category as well. Anyway, some things to think about for sure. So what do you think about that as they are changing the algorithm now to Facebook? Do you think you'll participate in doing the reverse order of things where you can see just what your friends are doing or you really don't care it doesn't change anything i mean i th- want to say social media is social media and people are going to do whatever the hell they want to do uh regardless on social media what i think is funny is the ones that um sit there and they all of a sudden say oh you're an extreme right person or you're an extreme left person and you should go f yourself because this is what's really going on So let me kind of explain this to you. 
if every post that you put, regardless of what standpoint you're on, you're telling people to go F themselves because they don't believe in what you believe, something tells me they're not going to be very um willing to listen to your side of the equation. Just saying. It goes back to the whole stupid thing again of, I have to name call you and blame and shame and all this other stuff because you don't agree with what I have to say. It's kind of sad. Really, it's mostly like pathetic if you really want to be honest about it. But hey, whatever. Anyways, I'm... The moment of tooth. Let's talk about it. Science say that they have found a way to regrow a loss in broken teeth. A team of researchers in Japan have published an article in Science Advances that describes how they generally modified mice to su- to, uh, uh, to suffer from tooth agelessness, where some of the teeth can fail to develop. Injection of pregnant mice with mice with antibodies called USAG1, however, resulted in normal tooth development among the other offspring. And a single administrator antibody caused the growth of the whole new tooth in a regular mice. The antibody works in increasing the availability of certain growth factors and could even be used to help people grow a, a new set of pearly whites. Sure that they come with um, come up with now after I just paid $10,000 for my kids' braces. Of course, that would be the... That would be the equation. So now they're going to have to be able to tell that they can. Um, no one's going to be able to tell if you play hockey or not. That's going to be another fun factor Duh. inside of the whole thing. Um, and then good because kids are trying to get kids to, you know, go to the teeth, go to the dentist and get their teeth pulled. So because they don't want to um, have the missing section, but whatever. I guess it is what it is when it's all set and done right there. Anyways, Russian roulette, let's talk about it. The Russian emergency ministry has been forced to issue a warning about the dangers of getting too close to an erupting volcano. After photos and videos of Daredevil standing next to the lava-filled crater start, um, started showing up online. I'm going to mess this up. Kruskovka Sapka. An active, an active volcano in Russia's Far East recently became a hotspot of adrenaline-seeking tourists as the formation of the second volcano hole, which allowed them to close it close enough to actually cook meat and hot rocks surrounding the erupting volcano. But while the trend may have um, started as a funny pics and videos of sausage sizzling and uh, natural stove-made volcano rocks, concerns grew with people getting close enough to the cone to film inside of it, um, including disregarding the lava bombs shooting out. And, you know, you know, the emergency minister said, uh, rescuers once again remind the volcano eruption is an extremely dangerous phenomenon for humans. I'm pretty sure that most of them aren't concerned about the social distancing either. On the other hand at least they have what it takes if there's an accident they're all, they'll make sure that they're all covered yep i said it oops what did he just say we at safety fm don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests now back to real safety talk on safety fm okay so let's talk about it did you know did you know let's talk about did you do we want to do did you know right now it's only 47 minutes yeah let's do it did you know anyways florida-based plane maker airline plans to make a possible possible to jet between los angeles and tokyo in under three hours, its new airline 
AS3 is a Mach 4 commercial airliner that says it can carry 50 passengers at the range of 7,000 nautical miles. Ariane calls the straight the starting point towards the vision of future where humanity can travel between two points on the planet within three hours plus three hours at the airport. So I guess you'll be there for a total of six. There you go. Some things to think about as we do move forward. More sarcasm than Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R safety show. Okay, so let's talk about it. There was some news breaking over the weekend. I'll share this, even though this is more like a radio big story, but I'll say it anyways. DMX is clinging to life in ICU with a little brain function after overdosing late Friday. The rapper fiance Desiree Lindstrom and his mom Arsenette Simmons have allowed have allowed to visit him, though uh, he is not responsive. The insider told TMZ that the prognosis does not look good. So there you go. That is what's going on in that neck of the woods. Hopefully he's able to recover and get back to normal shortly from here. Anyways, let's talk about the lottery real quick. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Tuesday's drawing will be for a $184 million jackpot or $123.9 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing either. Wednesday's drawing will be for $43 million jackpot or a $29.3 million cash payout. So there you go. Some things going on right there. Let's talk about the movies in the box office over the weekend. Uh, French Exit was at number 10, making $193,000. At number 9, The Crude's A New Age, $210,000. At number 8, Chaos Walking, $380,000. At number 7, The Courier, at $452,000. At number 6, The Girl Who Believes in Miracles, $580,000. At number 5, Tom and Jerry, $1.4 million. At number 4, Raya and the Last Dragon, at $2 million. At number 3, Nobody at $3.1 million. At number two, The Unholy at $3.2 million. And listen to this. This is crazy. This might be the most money that a movie has made in the box office during the pandemic season. At $32.2 million, Godzilla versus Kong. Now, I know that thing was available on HBO Max over the weekend. Um, so I don't know if you were able to take a look at it or not. But there you go. Some interesting things uh, talking about it. Anyways, when we go into the top of the hour, as we're hanging out at RadioBig.fm, if you want to come out, hang over, and do some things over there, we're going to be talking about Army Hammer. We're going to talk about um, some Ozzy Osbourne stuff as well, Kevin Durant and all that kind of fun stuff. So if you want to come over, hang out, we'll start talking about those things. Those those, those are more uh, RadioBig.fm jail in the morning shows uh, type of thing, opposed to giving it to you here on the Rated R Safety Show. Anyways, let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate if you're so inclined to do so uh, today. Should we do that? Let's do birthdays first. Let's do birthdays. Uh, Lily James turns 32 today. Charlotte Flair turns 35 isn't it more like Ashley Fleer? Oh, that's her That's her actress name. Sorry. Uh, Zach Baggins turns 44. Sterling K. Brown turns 45. Pharrell Williams. How does he turn 48? That guy looks so young. Uh, Christopher Reed, the rapper, yeah, just, just in case there, uh, turns 57. Let's talk about some things that occurred back on this date. San Francisco, be, in 2016, San Francisco becomes the first U.S. city to mandate paid parental leave. That was back in 2016. Also on this date, back in 1994, Nirvana frontman dies from self-inflicted gunshot wound fueled by a drug overdose. Some uh, conjecture that the crazy wife, Courtney Love, engineered his murder, but Cobain notoriously struggled with addiction. That was back in 1994. On this day, 
on this day. Wow, crazy times back in back then. Okay, let's talk about some of the days of the year that you can celebrate today. First contact day. That's going on. Um, Gold Star Spouse Day. National Caramel Day. National Deep Dish Pizza Day. National Flash Drive Day. National Go For, Go For Broke Day. National Nebraska Day. National Raisin and Spice Bar Day. National Read a Roadmap Day. So there you go. Some things to think about um, as things that you can celebrate for today if you're so inclined to do so. A lot of interesting stuff is always going on inside of this neck of the world um, as we do talk about it. Anyways, let me tell you about some of the most important stuff that I'm going to tell you on the show, even though it's only 52 minutes past the top of the hour, but this is still important. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, if you're not familiar with this website, which is AFSP.org, that's AFSP.org, know that you're not alone. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or lost a loved one to it, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experiences from people in your local community whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression if you need someone to talk to you can call the crisis hotline at 1-800-273-8255 or 1-800-273-TALK whichever one's the easiest one to remember or you can text the word talk to 741741 that's the word talk to 741741 You can join a local chapter, hear the real stories, get help, or even help make a difference. I think it's so important. I'm going to tell you, the organization that I love very much, which is associated with this, is called To Write Love on Her Arms. And every year in the Orlando market, uh, they do something that is broadcast uh, via live stream, and they do it at the House of Blues in Disney. Not a plug, but just referencing referencing this real quick. That's called Heavy and Light. Um, hopefully, they'll be able to get back to it this year, where they have people that come in that are musicians, world-renowned musicians, um, and that are talking about their experience with suicide and depression. They have poets that come out and have some of those discussions. I think it's such an important such an important subject matter that should never go behind closed doors or have any kind of shame associated to it. For the longest time, people did not want to have the conversation about suicide and depression. But I think that it's something that a lot of people go through. And it should be a conversation. It should be something that we talk about and it should be something that we focus on. Now, listen, I know that a lot of the stuff that we do on this show is about fun and games and, you know, poking the bear and all that kind of fun stuff. But when it gets to this subject matter, this is not something to joke about. This is something to be able to discuss, um, to be able to help people to talk about it. So even if it's just learning facts, to be able to assist others, I would recommend strongly going to this website, and that is AFSP.org. Please, please, please understand that we are all humans, and we all go through struggles at one way, shape, or form, and that people need people. It doesn't change. It doesn't do anything to, to make fun of people that are going through these struggles, but it's a conversation that should always be ongoing. That's what I have to say. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family, and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Fiker Law. That's why we're unstoppable. 
we at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so there you go. The things going on inside of the world. Let's talk some more about some other stuff real quick before we get you out of here. 55 minutes past the top of the hour as we are talking here on Radio Big. FM and Safety FM talking about all the weird stuff going on. Anyways, let's talk about some whack facts real quick. Michael Jordan once turned down a million dollars of endorsement that he didn't want to say the name of the product. Beanie Weenie Porks and Beans. Eh, makes sense, I guess. Uh, teenager Christopher Walken worked as a lion tamer for a circus. Halle Berry was named after a department store. Martin Luther King Jr. was a huge star, uh, was a huge fan of Star Trek. Michael J's Fox middle name doesn't start with a J. It's Andrew. So it's back Michael A. Fox. Oh, there you go. Madonna launched a skincare line called MD Anna Skin and includes $600 clay face mask, which she uses for her butt. Okay, good, good to know. Uh, let's use some trivia for today if you need this. Uh, if you need some trivia questions, try this today. Which is not a spice? Golden Rod. Curry, salt, or saffron? The correct answer is salt. It is a seasoning. It also is the only one to rock human seats. So there you go. Uh, It's not a seasoning. So there you go. Uh, Let's see. What part of the plant is cinnamon? Seeds? Root? Bark? Or fruit? The correct answer is bark. How many spices are combined to make allspice? One? Five, eight, 1,256. The correct answer is actually one. So there you go. Some things to think about. Uh, anyways, if you need a random joke for today, try this one. I came up with a new word yesterday. Plagiarism. Okay, if you need a phone starter for today, try this. What is an adult do you need still to hide from your parents? Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, if you need something for the water cooler, try this one. Women are twice as likely as men to daydream about this. What is this? Quitting their job. So there you go. That's what we have going on. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on safetyfm.com and radiobig.fm. If you want to hang out some more, I'm going to be going out to radiobig.fm exclusively over for the next couple hours. You can hang out, listen to some music. Now, if you want to go down the other path, you can hang out here, take a listen to what we have going on in the world of safety on safetyfm.com as well. Anyways, if I can leave you with a thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. Go as far as you can see. When you get there, you'll be able to see farther. So think about that as you do move forward today. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.